Hey guys, welcome to your SDBSC podcast. I am your host, Nicole Johnson. Thank you for coming on by. Um, I hope that you had an amazing holiday and an awesome new year um, and that your 2022 is just kicking off because, you know, it's just such a great time for all things new to kind of reset. It's just... I don't know. It's like new beginnings. Um, You can kind of reshift your focus and goals on things. So I do a lot of business coaching and stuff for estheticians um, and non-estheticians. And this is just a really good time to kind of refocus, reset in on your goals. Um, You know, Q1 is starting. You're in a new quarter. And I mean, how exciting. Like you hopefully close out your, you know, your monthlies um from december and you got to close out and look at your numbers from last year and sit down and reflect um i know that i did that i sat down and reflect on the things that worked the things that didn't work with my business and really got to kind of sit down and focus on what my goals are for this year so i'm super excited um i hope that the manifestation podcast that i did before new year's was super helpful um i definitely took some time off that's why i haven't been recording my podcast and i don't feel guilty about it because resting and taking time off definitely is a new priority in my life because i'm not used to that um so it's one of my goals is to make sure that i am taking time off um because sometimes that hustle life you know when you've been doing it so long it's hard to get out of so today we're going to be talking about I think one of the topics that a lot of people have, you know, struggles with, um, and it's pigmentation. Some people know it as hyperpigmentation. Some people know it as melasma. So we're going to break it down, um, into what the difference between those things are. I know it can be really stubborn. So let's dive into exactly what pigmentation is and how to treat it. All right, guys. So... Pigmentation, man, do I struggle with this one myself. I am all of skin tone. I was a swimmer since I was six years old. I also grew up on a lake fishing um, and swimming, and I was a lifeguard since I was like 15. So um, yeah, I was a little sun goddess baby, and pigmentation is just like a really hard thing to do. Um And the only advice that I can give you that's one of my best advice is consistency is key with pigmentation. Sometimes I'll just have people message me, you know, they've just had like three or four pills, they bought a few products, but they're still not seeing results. Honestly, pigmentation is just one of those things that um, it's going to take some time and it's going to take consistency. And it's something that if you are somebody that suffers from getting pigmentation easily, you're always going to have it. So you need to be preventative about it and you need to always use things on the skin. Um, So I'm going to dive in so that you can have a little bit of like a scientific background about pigmentation because that's how I roll. So let's first talk about melanocytes. Some of you guys have, you know, heard of it maybe like in your biology class when you were in um, middle school, perhaps. (laughs) So melanocytes, it's a cell in the skin that protects and contains pigment called melanin. And it produces dark pigment of melanin to spread and protect the skin from trauma. And these melanocytes' main purpose is to protect your skin from UV rays, you know, that are really harmful, environmental damage, but mostly the melanocytes' job is basically a blanket of protection to 
protect your skin. And that's why they're, you know, that's their main purpose. So in reality, hyperpigmentation is really your melanocytes creating a blanket of protection from some form of trauma to the skin. And the reason why you have it is because you've had some kind of trauma to the skin. And now they're super hyperactive because they want to protect your skin because that's their purpose. And so we call this hyperpigmentation. Dark spots that people feel super self-conscious about, um, it can be seen as large spots, darkness from above the lip, areas, you know, that have different kind of skin tone than the other areas of the face. And then melasma is a chronic acquired skin disorder that is usually characterized by symmetric browning pigmentation, which means like you can have equal sides of it. If you have like one side of your cheek, then you have it matching on the other side. Um, or it could be, um, you know, mostly found on the face and melasma is mostly seen in women between the ages of 20 to 40. And it's more common for people who are more olive to darker tone skin. Um, but not always. I've definitely seen a lot of hyperpigmentation and melasma on a lot of different people. Um, and your most effective areas are like the forehead and the cheeks and the upper lip. And melasma can also be triggered by hormones or hormonal treatments like birth control, um, pregnancy, sun exposure, some medications, thyroid issues, and many more things as well too. And some melasma is on the upper layers of the skin and it can be treated by certain creams and gels um, and treatments, but most are affected on the lower layers and they will need a little bit more treatment and more consistency. So the one thing that I like to say is melasma is stubborn and it takes time and consistency. So maybe now that makes a little bit more sense when I'm saying you can't just slap a cream on it every day, you know, just one little serum and think that that's going to happen. There's a lot that has happened to the skin. There's a lot that's going on and it could be deep, deep, deep into your skin layers. You know, it could be from a sunburn that you had when you were 12. And a lot of the skin damage that's done from the sun is done from up to the age of when we turn about 17. So there could have been a lot of, you know, sunburns that you had whenever you were younger that you probably don't even remember. And that's hidden underneath those layers and layers and layers of skin. So how do you treat melasma and pigmentation? Melasma is a little bit more in depth and it's tricky and pigmentation can be a little bit more on the surface. So number one, number one, number one, number one is prevention for more dark spots. And that's gonna be key. And so when I say that, your protection is SPF every freaking day. So if you are somebody that suffers from hyperpigmentation, melasma, you better be wearing your SPF every single freaking day. And if you think that, you know, going to the grocery store and going to the, you know, the post office and coming home, if you think that your skin is not protected, um, you know, by wearing SPF, it is, you can still get sun exposure. And if your skin is susceptible to more of these things happening to the skin, wearing an SPF is going to be one of your best friends. Um, so, you know, a vitamin C, antioxidants, those things will also help protect the skin from environmental damage that triggers pigmentation. And a lot of those products have lightening ingredients inside of it. So when we're talking about ingredients that are good for lightening dark spots, um, I'm going to go through some of the ones that probably you've heard of and probably you haven't heard of, but these are some of the ingredients that are really great that we like to work with um, that help with hyperpigmentation. 
Hydroquinone um, was always really recommended first, and now it's not so much allowed in skincare products. I know that dermatologists are going to be like, yep, use a hydroquinone and a retinol. Actually, they'll probably put you on a tretinol. Listen, yes, hydroquinone, it, it worked by blocking the chemical pathway that produced melanin, and because of it, it can have, you know, adverse reactions by producing like bluish grayish colors to the skin and they found that the skin cells started to recognize it and so you could only use it for like 90 days and then you had to stop and take a break from it we aren't really using this product um the fda has kind of not been okay with it so they've actually taken it out a lot of the products that we work with you still can get it as a prescription however Yes, it can work, but you have to be very careful with it. And if you keep using it after 90 days, you're wasting your time. Um, so I would kind of go about finding an esthetician that can help you with using other ingredients first um, before you go run to a dermatologist and try to get prescriptions. So that's how I feel about hydroquinone. <laughs> um, kojic acid. This is definitely an acid that we use. Um, it's derived from a fungal species and it's more natural. So it's really good for lightening and it's more tolerable on the skin. So it's a really good first start lightening ingredient for people who've never used something. Using it twice daily can help lighten the area. And when you combine it with other ingredients like glycolic and licorice extract and vitamin C, you'll actually see those results a little bit better. So kojic acid is definitely one that we like to use inside some of the products to help lighten. Arbutin is another really awesome ingredient and it's extracted from bearberry plant and it's effective if it's concentrated with at least 1% in products from um, that help with other lightening effects as well too. So if you've listened to some of my podcasts, you know that pharmaceutical grade products are just the way to go because the scientific that um, the scientific ingredients that are backed up have things like this where, you know, it's concentrated with at least, you know, that 1% with other ingredients. So you actually have a little bit better results. Um, another bad boy ingredient that I freaking love is niacinamide. Why do I love niacinamide? Um, it's a vitamin B3 and it has a number of effects when using it as a gel or cream. It can regulate oil production, acts as an anti-inflammatory property, but it's also really great for skin brightening. Um, and they found that like it also helps to reduce a lot of redness in the skin and some of that yellow. Um, and I love the PCA B3 brightening serum. It is so great. So if you are working on any kind of dark spots, if you're post-inflammatory um, where you have dark spots from acne, um, if you have dark spots that you're working on, you're really trying to work on pigmentation, the PCA, um, the PCA B3 brightening serum is amazing. And it's very like silky feeling too. I love that. And especially if you're using other brightening ingredients in your regimen as well too. Vitamin C, definitely. Um, you should definitely be on a vitamin C, especially if you are somebody that gets pigmentation on the skin or melasma and something that you're working on. It does need to be an L-ascorbic acid of at least 10% concentration. Um, and it, if it's not, then it interferes with, um, with how it works because its main purpose is to interfere with the pigment production. But the thing about vitamin C that I always talk about, it must be a stable form of vitamin C to work. So if you're using an over-the-counter, <clears throat> like the ordinary um, vitamin C or things like that, it's not going to be a stable form of vitamin C. It's not going to be that L-ascorbic acid that you need to penetrate to actually do the work 
to help interfere with the pigment production. Um, so that's usually why we are like, yes, use a vitamin C and an SPF every day to help protect the skin because you're going to protect the skin from any more of the pigmentation coming. But also a lot of the vitamin C serums that we work with have ingredients blended in there to help fight even more to darken, or I'm sorry, to lighten the dark spots and brighten the skin. Um, like the PCA Advanced Vitamin C and E Serum, I... I love that one. I used to be a CE Ferulic girl from SkinCeuticals. I do feel like it's kind of outdated, but it's still a really, really good one. If you love it, cool. Um, it, you know, it's out there, but I have found that I really like the advanced vitamin C and E serum from PCA because um, they've actually formulated it with a little bit more and it has your C and, um, your C and your E. And it's amazing. And it's really, 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 really good for brightening the skin and lightening the dark spots as well. So evening that skin tone. Glycolic acid is another ingredient that we like to use. It is an acid that is derived from sugarcane and it has a lot of really good skin lightening benefits in it. I love the treatment cream from Glymed. Um, that one is a really good nighttime cream. Anybody that's working on dark spots, aging, acne, anything like that, it has a lot of glycolic acid inside of it. It is a nighttime cream and it is amazing. And I usually have my clients use that about, honestly, you can use it about three to four nights a week. And then if you use your retinols the other two nights a week, your skin's going to love you. Seriously. Um, glycolic acid is such a wonderful acid that we really and truly like to work with because it does, you know, it helps with that as well too. And we also do um, glycolic peels to help the pigmentation as well. There's this one glycolic peel that I have that I really love to work on. Um, some of my clients that have some of the forehead melasma and it does work really excellent. Um, alzaic acid, it's another um, acid that's really good for like rosacea and acne but it helps to improve pigmentation and especially those post-inflammatory pigmentations like red spot from acne. That's why it's really good for rosacea and acne as well too. So it does reduce the redness, but it also helps to lighten the dark spots from pigmentation from that inflammatory um, pigmentation that you're getting. Um, and inflammation is one of the main causes of pigmentation. So whether that be from trauma to the skin or acne, that's really and truly where that pigmentation comes from. You know, inflammation is the root of all evil in the body, on the outside of the body. And that's where a lot of that pigmentation comes from as well, too. And then you have your retinols. A retinol is a girl's best friend, not a diamond. <laughs> a diamond is sparkly and shiny and cute, but a retinol... Man, I remember when I first started as an esthetician, I was in aesthetic school and we get we had a skin clinic, you know, we would see people and there was this lady and she had to have been like 75, almost 80 and her skin was just poor, just beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, have you been getting face? She's like, I got, I get a facial every single week or not week, month, um, her whole life. And she started on a retinol at a young age. And that is really and truly when I became a huge believer of retinol. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Um, retinols are the ones that we work with, the pharmaceutical grade. They're blended retinol solutions that are made specifically for, um, honestly, any kind of skincare issues that you have. So like 
depending on what line you're working with, you know, PCA has a brightening one, has one for acne, has one for aging, has one for sensitive skin. And then the Glymed one has one for like drier skin, one for more oily skin. But usually the retinols are solutions that are made specifically for things like dark spots, um, pigmentation, aging skin, acne, and they're usually mixed with other active ingredients like the ones that I've listed um, earlier in this to kind of really blend together and help. For brightening the skin and evening the skin tone, I really do love the PCA's Brightening Retinol. That one is amazing. It really and truly helps to fight a lot of that pigmentation. It has other ingredients in there to flush everything out. It's not crazy on the skin. Um, yes, you'll have a little bit of peeling, but the blended retinols work in a complex form to penetrate inside the epidermis without tearing up the skin. Like a tretinol does, is just a pure vitamin A that kind of tears up the skin and it doesn't have any other properties in it to soothe the skin, give it a little bit of hydration and ease your way into it. So the blended retinols are definitely easier on the skin and a little bit better. You can also do a series of chemical peels if you're really trying to work on brightening the skin, evening the skin tone a little bit faster. I always recommend a series of three to six. A series of six peels is such a great thing to do if you're trying to work on anything that you're not happy with on the skin, whether that be dark spots, whether that be pigmentation, melasma, acne, aging. Doing a series of six peels, you will see those results a little bit faster and you can get a chemical peel every two weeks and it taps in a little bit deeper because it takes about 14 days for that skin to completely heal from a chemical peel. And as you're going in with that really fresh, like healthy, um, healed skin, then you're going to go ahead and put another peel on top and you'll actually get to penetrate even more and see a little bit results a little bit faster. So I usually recommend a series of three to six peels. It's probably going to be a TCA blend or a Jessner's blend. A lot of the skincare lines have so many peels now that are for specific things. The Glymed line, I have a ton of peels for sun damage, hyperpigmentation, age spots, dark spots, and melasma, and they're all blended for specific things that a person needs. So we do have those chemical peels that are specifically designed to help with pigmentation. So it's kind of cool. Um, the general rule of thumb though is you must protect the skin with SPF, especially if you're getting treatments and things done because you can actually cause more pigmentation and trauma to the skin if your skin is more sensitive to the sun from doing some of these treatments, you definitely want to make sure you're wearing an SPF and protecting it, wearing a hat if you're going outside, because um, you don't want to create more sun damage. And, you know, honestly, get in that habit anyways, because you've spent money and time and energy on trying to work on your pigmentation. So now when you're in the sun, you better be covering it up with a hat. You better be wearing your SPF and reapplying every two hours, because otherwise you're wasting your money and your time. But also, like, think about your poor skin. <laughs> Um, and then lasers are always a good treatment for more stubborn melasma and pigmentation. If you are somebody who prefers lasers, you know, the photofacials, IPL, the halo, there's a lot of stuff out there now. And if you prefer a laser, 
Sometimes your downtime is going to be a little bit more aggressive, but some people prefer that because they might see results a little bit faster. Um, and it's just your preference. If you're a chemical peel person, you're a chemical peel person. If you're a laser person, you're a laser person. I have a little bit darker skin tone and I don't react well with lasers. Um, and I prefer chemical peels, but everybody is different. If you are that very light, 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 you know, porcelain skin that has dark rooted hair, you're the perfect candidate for a laser. So, you know, go for it. So I hope that you learned from this. The most important thing is SPF every single day. <laughs> um, but hyperpigmentation is one of those things that most women are going to kind of go through. It can feel emotional. It could feel like disheartening, but we all kind of go through it and your esthetician knows exactly what they're doing. They know what you need, but you have to trust the process. You have to put in the work and the time, the energy. You have to use the products that we recommend because we're not just recommending those products just because you're going to see those results a little bit faster. If you're using some of these products to help lighten that, those melanocytes every single day, it's going to lighten it even more Then you're going to do a treatment. Just trust the process and know that it's going to take some time. Um, there could be so much damage underneath the skin and a lot of that stuff will come to the surface. So some people will actually see some dark spots get a little darker. Um, and that's because it's coming to the surface. We're breaking apart those fragments. They're being lifted and then we're going to lighten them some more. And those are really good things to happen. But I think some people get a little discouraged because we're in this world of now, 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 now. And we think that one treatment should solve everything. And that's not how the skin works because remember, some of this damage could be from whenever you were like 12 years old. So there's a lot of stuff that we're, you know, lifting from way underneath and we're gonna have to do a little bit of work. We're gonna have to do some maintenance and you're gonna have to take care of your skin. I hope that you loved this little rant about one of my favorite subjects because I am somebody who definitely has suffered for pigmentation myself. I know how frustrating it is. I know how hard it can be. Um, you know, I definitely have melasma on both sides of my face that comes to the surface if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to, but I know what I'm supposed to do and I hope that this was very helpful for you. Um, you can have the skin that you want. You can feel confident in your skin again. I have recommended a lot of these products you can go to my instagram i'm at all the t-h-a pretty faces and in my link in my bio link is my link tree and you can shop my pca products you can shop my glymed products you can also shoot me a message if you have a question about your skin um, or a product that you're using or if you have any questions i also do virtual consultations as well too if that's what you feel like you would like to you know, find what works best for your skin as well. But mostly I'm here to educate and hopefully spread the word on how to take care of your skin because I want you to feel happy in your skin as well too. I hope you have a lovely rest of your week. I hope your 2022 is kicking off fabulous and I'll talk to you soon.